Hey, hey, this is Holly Kressel, and this podcast is for the moms. Being a mom is tricky. You've spent years and years taking care of the kids, and then the kids grow up and don't need your help as much. Now what? It's time to adjust. Whether you want to improve your relationships or you are ready to take care of yourself, I'm here to help you make time for you while still being the mom. This is episode number 13 for the moms who don't know what to ask. If you've listened to any of my other podcasts before today, you'd probably not be surprised that I love good questions. Almost every episode has some good questions in them. I didn't realize how important questions were until these last few years. Before I learned the power of good questions, my go-to question was, are you okay? It doesn't sound like that bad of a question, but I learned from my daughter that this question usually made things worse for her. Let me explain. When my daughter was upset about something, she would usually start processing it by herself on her own and trying her best to get a hold of her emotions. She'd start to make some progress by focusing on other things around her or finding a distraction And then I'd come over and say, are you okay? And it would take her right back to the thing that made her upset in the first place. With me saying something, she now knows that other people are noticing that she's not okay. And because of these things, now she is definitely not okay. My question to her in that moment was not helpful and actually made things worse for her. I've been thinking of how I could have handled these situations differently when she was younger. Here's the few ideas that I came up with. Instead of asking, are you okay? Maybe I could have tried one of these other different questions. Is it okay if I sit by you? Do you want to talk? Or do you want to go for a walk? Or maybe you could just sit by them and don't ask them anything. Give them space to process and just let them be upset for a minute and not have to respond or ask questions. Let them calm down and maybe talk about it later. Thinking about this situation with my daughter got me thinking about the questions we ask and I came up with four tips about what questions you should or shouldn't be asking. Please note that not all kids work the same and something that works for me might not work for you, but I hope you get some new ideas to try out. Tip number one, don't ask questions about things that aren't really optional. Let me show you what I mean. Questions like, do you want to clean your room now? Or do you want to go to the activity tonight? If you're going to make them clean their room and go to the activity, no matter how they answer the question, then these questions will make you look like the bad guy. You made it sound like it was their choice, but it wasn't. So here are a few better question ideas. How about, do you want to clean your bedroom first or the bathroom first? Or... Do you know what you're doing for the activity tonight? These questions show interest in the subject and maybe remind your kids about what they need to do without making it seem optional. 
Tip number two, ask open-ended questions. These are the questions that can't be answered with a yes or a no or other simple one-word responses. How was your day? Fine. Do you have any homework? Yes. These kinds of questions are conversation stoppers. You get a one-word answer and the conversation is over. Rephrasing the question could get a better response. A better question would be, what was the best part of your day? Or what homework do you have to get done tonight? Simple little switch of the question. Okay, tip number three. Don't ask too many questions. This one reminds me of when my brain wants to react instead of me choosing to intentionally respond. If I let the react instinct win, I notice that my brain goes into question mode. What happened? Where are you? Why were you not at school? Who else was there? Why did you do this without permission? Why did you not tell me where you were going to be? Whoa. That was a lot of questions. Please remember, no one likes to feel interrogated. When people feel interrogated, they usually keep their answers really short or stop talking completely. This is not the best way to get information from your kids. Pick one or two good questions and then move on to other things or change the subject. Talking more about the topic is sometimes better when you're not in the heat of the moment. This one can also include the idea to ask your questions from a place of being curious, not from a place of accusing. This is where your tone of voice plays a big part. Okay, tip number four. Don't ask questions, just listen. I mentioned this idea in episode number 11, but I think it's worth mentioning again. When kids are upset or in the middle of something hard, it might not be the best time to ask questions. This situation reminds me of one of my favorite picture books. We love bunnies at our house. We have three pet bunnies in our backyard. So that's why this book first caught my eye and then I read it and fell in love with it. The book is called The Rabbit Listened. In this story, there is a boy who makes a creation with his blocks and he just loves his creation, so proud of it. And then it gets knocked down and he is so sad. While he's sad, different animals come by to try to help. They tell him to talk about it or be mad about it and to remember how he built it so he could build it again. He didn't want to do any of those things. And then the rabbit comes and just sits by him. The rabbit doesn't say anything at all, but just stays with him. After some time, when the boy is ready, he starts telling the rabbit all about what had happened and starts making plan to rebuild. The rabbit just listens. That's it. It's such a simple little story. I just love it so much. And the pictures in it are so cute too. So maybe look it up when you have a minute. 
it's a great way to show that sometimes what our kids need most is someone to listen and not question them or give them advice. Okay, I can't help it. There's one more I got to tell you. So we'll call this one a bonus tip. The bonus tip is to practice your questions and answers with your kids. Let me explain this one. My daughter has been dating and also interviewing for jobs lately. She pointed out how similar these two things can be, and both of them require answering questions. So last time she came home for dinner, we thought it would be really fun to have a conversation as a family by asking each other questions. We took turns being on the spot and answering questions as if we were on a first date or in a job interview. This was so much fun. We just made it up as we went. There was no plan. There was no outline. We just made it up. It was so fun to hear the questions they came up with. And some of them even had follow-up questions. Impressive. Another aspect of practicing your questions is if you have an important conversation you want to have with your kids, it can be really helpful to practice this conversation with your partner or with a friend before you have it with your kids. Saying things out loud or even writing them down will help you be more prepared to ask the questions you really want to ask and not get flustered in the moment. So I'd love to hear, tell me, what are your favorite questions? When you have a minute, I would love you to head over to my Instagram account at Holly Kressel Coaching and leave me a comment and tell me your favorite questions to ask your kids. Let's share ideas with each other. Thanks so much for listening today. If you're ready for your mom life to be even better, sign up for a free coaching call at hollycressel.com. As your coach, I'll help show you that you can create a life you love while still being the mom 